I'm here with a message today that I hope will improve your life or enhance your life or make you feel like you really have got something going. I don't know what, what all I just said, but at the same time, thank you for joining this broadcast today. I, it'll be, a, uh, as normal, a fairly brief con, uh, uh, broadcast, so uh, stay with it because, you know, oftentimes... Uh, People don't hear right away in the first two or three minutes what they're looking for, so they'll switch. But don't do that. Stay with it. Because the crux of today is, uh, I would hope that, that today I could share some things that might help you get your prayers answered. You know, what could be more exciting than, the, than knowing that when you ask the Lord for something that you would, it would be granted you? What could be more exciting than that? Well, what would be more exciting than that is if you actually pray. You know, don't assume that everything's going to come your way just because you want it. You know, the, the, the Bible makes it really clear. We need to go ahead and issue those requests to the Father in the name of Jesus. So let's get going here. And I thank you, Father. I just pray a blessing upon this message, upon the ears that hear, on, on the hearts that, that, that the Word goes into and produces even more life, even the life of God, as, as, as this Word comes forth into our hearing in our hearts. So thank you, Father, the anointing on my lips, too, to deliver what you have me deliver this day in Jesus' name. So thank you. Well, yes, I do. I, I know a lot of people say, well, I just wish this would be, I just wish that would be, uh, you know, wishing never did get it, I guess, um, uh, for me anyway. Uh, you know, I know there's uh, scriptures in there that say that Jesus said uh, uh, he knew what we needed even before we asked, but it did say before we asked. That indicates that he knows we have this need, but we must ask him. So that's not the subject of today, but it'll, it'll uh, go right in there. Another thing I want to talk about is you're surrounded by many things right now. Whether you're, uh, uh, what do I want to say, whether you're kind of out there listening to a lot of Christian television, or maybe you're listening to special broadcasts, uh, maybe on YouTubes, you hear a lot of things. And, and sometimes you hear those things and sometimes they contradict one another and you say, I don't know what to believe anymore. Well, if you'll listen, what will happen is you learn what to believe because your eyes will get on it in this word because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the words of God, but at the same time those where it best hears is when you speak it out of your mouth. So I'll get going right now. Hope you're still with me because right now we'll talk about a couple things that might improve your life, and I believe it will. Uh, you know, in John 15, I want to go right there. Uh, if you've been around the Bible some, you know this scripture probably, but let's see if you do know this scripture. And it says in verse 15, to verse 1 of chapter 15 of John, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may uh, bear more fruit. Uh, now, in verse 4, it says, Abide in me. Now, this is Jesus speaking. He's saying, Abide in me. Now, what does abide mean to you? I have thought about this some. That means you're, uh, basically, I abide with Sandy. I live with my wife. We're together all the time. We abide with one another. We feel each other. We're there. We could talk to each other. We do certain things. Uh, maybe you're not, uh, maybe that's not your case, but abiding means you're absolutely, you are there with that person a lot, if not all the time. And it says, Jesus said, if you abide in me, and I in you, as the branch bear fruit of itself, uh, 
cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Okay, well, if that you can untangle that a little bit. Uh, in verse 5, once more, it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. So, so often we just don't know what to do. You know, we go out and we hear all kinds of teaching and all kinds of exciting things and all kinds of everything. We hear everything. But he's making it really clear. If, if you will really begin to seek him through his word, you concentrate on this subject right here. And, you know, what will begin to happen is you'll begin to have a different sense of belonging to something. Because you can go listen to some sermon and come out and not know a thing about what you heard. Even today, this teaching, this is a good teaching if you take it to heart. But you'll have to sit and you'll, you need to take this scripture here and meditate it. Look at it. See what it's really saying. Now here in verse 7, it says, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, what? If you abide in me, Jesus is saying, abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Wow! Having trouble getting your prayers answered? There's a big old key right there. It's called spending time with Jesus, spending time in the Word. Who is Jesus? He's this Word. You know, people say, well, I want a commentary, I want this or that, but you know, for me uh, and others that I'm aware of, they'll, they might look at that scripture for months at a time. How do I abide in How does he abide in me? Well, first of all, I got born again, so I know, I, 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 you know, the, the breath of God came in. I became a born-again child of God. I, I became part of the Father's uh, business there, the Lord, Father God, but also I have that opportunity to abide with him through his word. Now, let's talk about that a little bit more. What happens when you I begin to get this process and start thinking about how do I abide with him? How do I live with him? How do I, how do I get that going? Well, you know, one thing I see was in uh, Romans 5, 5, it says the love of God has been shed out, shed out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who is given to us. So you see, we have a Holy Spirit there. And then it says that love flows through us from the vine to the branch. So here we talk, let's Let's think about this, because I know there was no song that said, I'm biting in the vine. People sing it, and they don't even know what they're singing. I'm biting in the vine. Well, what that means is the vine is our source. That's, that's Jesus. That's our source of power. That's our source of everything. And if you'll tap into that, you see, here's some things that will start to happen. First of all, uh, in the first thing is you're, you're, you're created in Christ with that life of God in you. It's already there. You know, it's like a seed. When you say, Jesus, come into my heart, come into my life. And the Bible says, if, if, if you believe he's raised from the dead, and then many as a call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. What does that mean, saved? That means that Jesus took up residence. I mean, that's why you're in. You're, you're in the good club. Let's put it that way. So you're created. You have that life in you, but you must nurture that. Now, the second thing, you through that vine, what happens? You tap into that, and here comes the nature of God. What is the nature of God? Nature of God is His love. 
You know, if you're having trouble loving somebody, get in this word a while and meditate this a little bit. Think about that. If you have God's love working through you, 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 you were set free from something. If you got born again, made Jesus your Lord, you got set free from something. The nature of God is the love nature. And like I say, if you're having trouble loving people, hey, back out of some of the stuff you're listening to. Start walking in that forgiveness if that's a problem for you. And start allowing that nature to flow through you. I'll tell you what, I, I didn't have any love in me much uh, a long time ago. But 45 years ago this month, I found out Jesus died for me. And when I asked Jesus to come into my life, there's some things happened that as time went on, uh, I, I, I mean there was a different nature came on me almost immediately. It was self-centeredness that left me. There was something that made me want to uh, just, just something happened to me. Let's put it that. This is a personal testimony. For a man that couldn't really love, I love my wife, you know, that sort of thing. I love, really loved her and still do. But at the same time, there was something in there that wanted me to share this love with somebody else. That That's the nature of God showing up. That's a fruit you can imagine. Now think about that. Uh, when it said that in, in John 7, 15, 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. That's, that's saying uh, that you let that nature of love flow through you. You might find out your prayers are going to be start to be answered. Say, what? Yes, but at the same time, let me assure you, you must ask those things. You know, uh, Jesus said, he said, hereafter you ask me nothing, ask the Father in my name and he'll give it to you. And that's in John 16, 22, 23, right in there, John 24. So, and the other thing that flows through that vine, from the vine into your branch, this is you, you're the branch. Think about this. Think about when you plug something into an outlet on the wall, all of a sudden there's life coming through there called electric power. Well, the more you attach yourself to the Lord and His Word, you meditate this Word, guess what else comes in? His ability. You can do things that you couldn't do before. Even if you're drawing on something, you know, even on a daily basis. Now, I don't like to think of it that way, but... Uh, certain things, maybe uh, trying to do something, trying to repair something, or or try to build something, and you can all relate to this. Uh, no matter where you are in life, there might be some things, but you see, you start thinking about that, his ability starts coming through. Amen? Now, that's the serious stuff. His ability is a lot more than our ability, and the more we yield to that, say, well, I can do all this stuff. No, I can do all things who Christ who strengthens me. Glory to God. How can, how can I say that? Well, because Paul said that in his writing in Philippians, and he meant it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Uh, is that some, well, I can do everything. I already know everything. No, that's going to block out a lot of things. Because, you know, humans, I'm very limited without the Lord. That's just the way it is. And so are you. So if you begin to take this seriously here, and you begin to see some things, that ability begins to flow through you. And Because when you got born again, guess what? You stepped into a different dominion. Satan's dominion was broken over you the minute you said, Jesus, come into my life. Mm -hmm. Jesus' dominion began at that point. 
You do have a new life. All things are passed away. All things are become new. Well, you know, I can get into a lot of things about what really became new. What really happened was, you know, and I, I won't get into a three-part being right now, but, you know, we, we simply, uh, I, I have to say it this way, uh, uh, and I maybe have to be careful, maybe I don't, but uh, recently there was a, a funeral in the family. And that seemed like that family was hooked up with a different gospel than you and I are. Let's, let me say it that way. And listening to the, the man that, or, that spoke about that, there wasn't any hope come out of that message at all. The only hope was because they don't believe in heaven. They don't believe in hell. They believe in new earth, all that stuff. But he said, well, when God's ready, he'll bring them back. Well, you see, what they're talking about is a soulish gospel. Uh, 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 a soulish means your body. See, we already know a three-part being. You're, you, you are a spirit. You have a soul and live in a body. Well, when your body dies, that's, that's where it's at. But you see, your spirit and soul live forever. That's eternal life. You know, if you're thinking eternal life, this old body, you know, gets older and it ages and all that. If you think that's going to have eternal life, hey, there'll be a glorified body. Replace that thing that you walk around with right now. So that's that's really not deep theology, but it's it's something for you to think about when you're thinking about eternal life. Uh, now, how come I went from John 15 to eternal life because it all goes together. You begin to operate that life of God in you. That never ends. You start that habit right today. Right today, you start with a new habit of saying, Lord, I want your nature. I want to be able to love people, glory to God. Uh, I, I really do. And I, I personal testimony, I, I, I wasn't very lovable. Trust me. I wasn't very lovable. I don't know if I am now, but I think I am. I'm more lovable because I care about people. Did that come with a package? Of course. Compassion comes from Jesus. That's how he healed the sick. In a lot of cases, it says that. He healed them with his compassion. So there again, you want to pray for the sick? You want to pray for somebody? Hey, start gathering this nature up that God did to, to love you. Uh, I think it's really something else. You know, there's so much scripture you can pile into this. Uh, you know, Romans 12, 2 says, don't be conformed to this world. But see, we're conformed to the word of God. Isn't that exciting? That's the confirmation we want. Well, you know, I just have to say uh, that... Uh, that whole thing, that nature, that love, that power of God comes from the vine into you and you start thinking of yourself as a branch and the more you spend time with, with God and the Word of God, see, He sent something for you. He sent the promise. The Bible, i got so many subjects going here. What was the promise of God that He sent? Well, the promise of God was... Uh, Christ in you, the hope of glory, the Holy Spirit being there to guide you and lead you into your studies and in your abiding. And he's getting helpers to get us through all these things. It's not difficult. Just starts today. Amen. I know that I need to cut this short because I believe that there's an impact on your life today. I really believe it. And I believe that as you tap into this in coming days and, and spend a little time with that, you'll, you'll notice some things. You'll, you'll find you're able to love people a little better. You know, you start out, can you tolerate people? <laughs> That's where it starts. Well, then you get past that, that you know, but I'll have to be honest with you if, if I never, I'm always, I, that's a terrible thing to say because we want to be uh, honest all the time, but, but, uh, 
the, the, the worst person in the world. If God had me uh, pray for him, I'd be glad to do it and I'd put my heart in it because uh, I want the love of God flowing through me. Not my love. My love isn't much, but his flowing through me is. God bless you. Love you. And I pray in Jesus' name that this impacts you in a way. So uh, have a blessed day. And find out how to hook up to that vine, which is Jesus, and you become that branch, and you just became, you became an extension of everything that he is. Love you. God bless you. Now, here's how you become born again, Romans 10, 9, and 10. If you, if you, believe, in your, you believe in your heart, and, and uh, uh, Sandy says, sometimes I should read this so I don't get it all tangled up. I get so excited preaching that I, I kind of, probably blow it sometime, but here, let me read it out loud. It says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes to righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made to salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him shall not be put to shame. Verse 13, for whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you haven't done it, call on his name today. Glory to God. Your life will take on a whole new glow. Love you. God bless you. In Jesus' name.